The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello to all my listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And uh, today's episode is, Does Your Soul Plan Your Life Before You Are Born? I'm really excited about this episode, and my show is all about health and wellness, and I also like to include uh, spirituality, and uh, this guest, I mean, I've been really excited about this episode for a while and really excited to have my special guest on my show today, Robert Schwartz. And we will be talking about pre-birth planning, um, our life's plan and uh, purpose, talk about the deeper meaning of your life. Um, I would like to talk about um Law of Attraction, and more. And Robert Schwartz says, uh, let's see, his, Robert Schwartz, my special guest, he has a website, and that is yoursoulsplan.com. He is an author. He has two books. I did buy one of his uh, books recently, but he has two books your soul's gift and your soul's plan. So I will be interviewing him for the majority of the hour. And then later on, towards the end of my show, I would like to talk about, are you absorbing your nutrients? And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of exposure because Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world, and KFNX is the largest terrestrial radio network in Phoenix, Arizona. It is an honor to have Robert on my radio show. Thank you, Kristen. It's a pleasure and an honor for me to be here with you. Thank you so much. I'm just uh, really uh, fascinated with the work you do. Um, you have these books, and you're helping people all around the world. And also, I know you do um, uh, public speaking. You're, you have these workshops that you do. So, um, just helping so many people around the world, and I'm just so excited to have you. So, uh, basically, I'd like to start off first, and especially for some of my listeners that are, don't know too much about this topic, what is pre-birth planning? 
Well, let me begin by telling your listeners that if they go to YourSoul'sPlan.com, they can read large portions of both of the books, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift, uh, for free. Pre-birth planning is the term I use to refer to the planning we ourselves do before we come into body. When we're back home on the other side and we plan uh, our upcoming lifetime. And as I understand it, uh, and I'm speaking from a tremendous amount of research now, and I'll talk more about that as we go along, uh, we plan our lives in considerable detail. Uh, there's a general plan we map out in terms of the lessons we want to learn, and then we put specifics in place, often in the form of life challenges, that are intended to give us both the opportunity and the motivation to learn the larger lessons. So the way I got into this line of work, uh, believe it or not, I was actually in the corporate sector for a number of years. I have an MBA and was doing uh, corporate marketing and communications, which I found to be very, very unfulfilling. And I had the sense that there was some kind of higher calling or higher purpose to my life. I just didn't know what it was. I wasn't even sure how to figure out what it was. I tried a number of different things, career counseling, the Myers-Briggs inventory, talking to friends and family. None of these things really shed any light on the matter. And so uh, back in 2003, I did something that I had never done before, and I did it almost out of desperation, really. I went to see a psychic medium. Now, mediumship is not part of my background. I grew up in a very mainstream family. I have... Uh, a conventional education based on the scientific method. So I wasn't even sure that I believed in mediumship, but nothing else that I was trying was helping me to figure out what to do with my life. And so I thought, why not? You know, I'll invest an hour of my time and a little bit of money, and if nothing comes from it, there's no harm done. So I did this on May 7th of 2003. I had my first session ever with a psychic medium. The session began with the medium introducing me to the concept of spirit guides, which I had actually never even heard of at that time. And she explained to me that a spirit guide is a highly evolved non-physical being with whom we plan our lives before we're born and who then guides us through our lives after we come into body. Through this particular medium, I was actually able to talk with my guides. Now, they said a lot of amazing things to me that day, one of which was they said, you planned your life, including your biggest challenges, before you were born. And I will tell you, I just shook my head and I said, why in the world would I have done that? Well, they had an answer to that question. And the really interesting thing about their answer was that they knew what all of my big challenges had been without me telling them anything about myself. And I had not told the medium anything about myself prior to the session. So they went into considerable detail explaining to me why I had planned all of these challenges before I was born. And as you can imagine, if you're talking to beings who know literally everything about you without you telling them anything, that gives them a lot of credibility. So that session really rocked my world, so to speak. And in the days and weeks after the session, I thought about the information constantly. And the effect that it had on me was that it created a very deep healing. It allowed me to review the course of my life and for the first time see a deeper meaning or a deeper purpose to the most difficult experiences. So I realized I was on to a concept that could bring a similar kind of healing to other people. And that was when I first started to think about writing a book about how we plan our lives before we're born. 
And then a, a number of different things happened, which I don't really have time to talk about in a short interview like this. But ultimately, what the direction I ended up going in was I came into contact with several very gifted mediums and channels who, in one way or another, could find out what somebody planned before they were born. So what I did for the books, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift, is that I interviewed people about very common life challenges. And it's all the most common things we face here, physical illness, mental illness, uh, family dysfunction, challenging romantic relationships, financial difficulties, alcoholism, drug addiction, miscarriage, abortion, uh, and so on. If it's a common challenge, it's in either your soul's plan or your soul's gift. And then the person I interviewed would have one, two, sometimes three sessions with the mediums and channels in which we would ask Spirit, did this person plan this experience before he or she was born, and if so, why? And then in the books, I present all the information that came through. So the intentions of the work are to help people awaken, by which I mean come into some understanding that you are an eternal soul. Uh, a second intention is to help people understand the deeper spiritual purpose of their biggest challenges. And a third intention is to help them heal from those challenges. The understanding of the underlying spiritual purpose is a large part of the healing. So in a nutshell, that's how the two books came into existence. Um, this is just, uh, uh, your turning point was just uh, uh, just incredible. And um, I highly encourage my listeners to uh, get his books. And your books, I mean, I know that they you have those at your website. Are there other places where people can purchase your books? You can get Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. Uh, you can have any bookstore order them in if they're not already in stock. And something okay. that I especially encourage people to do is ask your local library to order the books because, uh, number one, that, then it's free for you. But number two, then the books are in the library as a resource for people. And there are many, many people in the world, many more than most of us realize, who actually can't afford to buy books. And my mission is to get this in healing information about pre-birth planning to as many people as possible. So if you ask your library to order in your soul's planning, your soul's gift, that actually helps me fulfill my pre-birth mission to get this information to as many people as possible. Yes, absolutely. And, and so would you be able to share at least one example in your, you know, one of your books as far as a person that had to go through like a really big life challenge and then what was the reason behind it? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, in Your Soul's Plan, there's an entire chapter about the pre-birth planning of accidents, which I put in quotes because they, they aren't really accidents. There are two stories in that chapter. One of them is about a woman named Christina who is now in her 60s. She shared with me the following true story that took place when she was in her 20s. At that time, she was employed as an administrative assistant at a college in California. And one of her daily duties in that job was to pick up her boss's mail. The mailboxes were in the basement of the building in which Christina worked. So on one particular day, just as she had done many, many times before, she descended those stairs to the basement mailboxes. But on this particular day, unbeknownst to Christina, somebody had planted a pipe bomb in her boss's mailbox. So when she inserted her hand to pick up the mail, the pipe bomb detonated. The force from this explosion was so great, 
It picked Christina up off the ground and hurled her 10 feet backwards against a concrete wall. There were six-foot splinters of wood that were shot like arrows out of a bow into the wall around her. Two fingers were severed, both eardrums were ruptured, and flames from the explosion scorched Christina's body from head to toe. When she got to the hospital, doctors actually had to hold magnets over her eyeballs to extract the shrapnel from the pipe. So we're talking here about a level of suffering that's almost unimaginable to you and me. Now, her recovery took two years and 10 reconstructive surgeries. At one point during that two-year period, she was lying in her hospital bed in a tremendous amount of pain when suddenly she heard a voice inside her head, a voice that was not her own. It turns out that the force from that explosion, in addition to doing a lot of damage to her body, it opened up her psychic gifts. She had become clairaudient. And the voice she heard that day was one of her spirit guides. The guide said to her, you planned this. And Christina said, why? Not an unreasonable question, right? And the, then the guide told her, and here's what the guide said. He said, you wanted, before you were born, to have a lifetime as a gifted healer. And you knew pre-birth that if you could heal yourself from the devastating effects of this bomb explosion... You could then take all of that wisdom and knowledge about healing and turn it outward in service to others. Well, this is, in fact, exactly what she went on to do. After she recovered from the 10 surgeries, she went back to school. She picked up a Ph.D. in speech-language pathology, and she set up a private practice. She's now, at this point in her career, healed literally thousands of people. She actually has the ability to go into a patient's brain energetically, by which I mean non-invasively, and restore language processing capability in people who have lost that due to stroke or accident. So we're talking here about a remarkably gifted healer, and the only reason she can do any of this is because she healed herself first from that bomb explosion. Now, when I interviewed Christina for Your Soul's Plan, she said two extraordinary things to me. The first was she said, Rob, I have completely forgiven the person who planted that bomb. Now, think about that. This is somebody who had magnets held above her eyeballs in the hospital. And yet, here she is saying in complete sincerity that she has forgiven the person who inflicted that kind of suffering on her. That, in and of itself, is extraordinary. But then she said something even more remarkable. She said, Rob, I am deeply grateful to the person who planted that bomb. And when she says she's grateful, she really and truly means it. This, to me, is one of the most amazing stories I've seen that shows what you can do with an awareness of your pre-birth plan. Now, it didn't happen overnight for her. She had to work with that awareness over a long period of time. But you can imagine that she could have chosen instead to be bitter and resentful for the rest of her life. She could have chosen to be angry for the rest of her life. She might even have chosen to devote the rest of her life to tracking down the bomber and taking revenge. But because she came into an understanding of her pre-birth plan and really worked with it over a period of years, she was able to get to that place of forgiveness and then to that place of gratitude. Her story is unusual in that it's a bomb explosion, but she herself is not unusual. If she can do it after what she went through, anybody listening this, to this interview can do it as well. You can all work with an awareness of your pre-birth plan to get to that place of forgiveness and then to that place of gratitude. Wow, this is a, such an amazing story. And in a way, I can just kind of relate to that story because uh, I haven't been through a pre-birth 
um, planning session. I'd love to go through one down the road. And uh, But I struggled with my health for years, all the way back to childhood. And then I had to go through like healing myself. And then I ended up in the health and wellness industry so I could help others with their health. So it's, uh, I can totally relate yeah, to that story. What you've just described, Kristen, is a very common uh, structure for a pre-birth plan. We plan to undergo certain challenges ourselves to learn certain things, uh, and then we plan to heal from those challenges. And then the plan calls at some point later in life for us to take everything we've learned and turn it outward in service to others. The desire to be of service to others is something that I have seen in literally every single pre-birth plan I've ever looked at. It's always there in one shape or another, to one degree or another. Uh, very common type of pre-birth plan, and it sounds to me like you are beautifully fulfilling your pre-birth plan. Yes. Um, uh, so, uh, basically, uh, Rob or Robert, um, so let's say someone doesn't know their life's purpose. Now, I figured out my life's purpose. This was a while ago. I'd say probably it's been over a year, maybe closer to two years. And I, I do meditation. I've been practicing meditation for years. And during my meditation session, it was revealed to me my life's purpose. But let's say someone doesn't know their life's purpose. Would you suggest that they go through a pre-birth planning so that they can learn about their life's plan and purpose? Well, there are a number of ways that a person can find out uh, what their pre-birth plan is. Okay. Uh, one thing you can do is work with mediums and channels who can access that kind of information. So that's the right. methodology I use to research my books, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. Okay. Now, shortly after the second book, Your Soul's Gift, came out, uh, I took the training to offer what is called a between-life soul regression. It's a form of hypnosis. Uh, in which you begin with certain relaxation steps, and then I guide the client into a past life. It's almost always a past life that had a big impact on the plan for the current lifetime. They experience several different scenes in the past life, the last one of which is the death scene. They leave the body in the death scene and cross back over to the other side, which I know sounds a little bit ominous, but there's actually nothing to it. It's very safe, easy, natural, and gentle, and probably everybody listening to this conversation has already done it at least hundreds of times. When you get back to the other side, a lot of different things can happen at that point, but about 80% of my clients are greeted by one of their spirit guides. They'll talk to the guide briefly and ask any questions they have about why they were shown that particular past life, why it's important to see it at this time, how it affected the plan for the current lifetime. And then we ask the guide or whoever they're talking to, to escort them to what is called the Council of Elders. The Council consists of the very wise, loving, and highly evolved beings who oversee reincarnation on Earth. They know literally everything about the person, not just the plan for the current lifetime, but they also know everything about every past life the person has had. So when somebody gets in front of the Council of Elders, that is potentially a life-changing experience because they can answer literally any question you put to them. The questions we, that my clients ask most often are, what did I plan? Why did I make those plans? How am I doing in, in terms of fulfilling my plan? And how can I better fulfill my plan? They will also ask specific questions about any particular challenges 
Uh, if it's a current challenge, they'll ask for suggestions about how best to cope with it. Uh, if there's any healing they need to do, whether it's physical or emotional, spiritual, they'll ask how they can accomplish that healing. And any other questions at all that they have about the current lifetime or any past life, there's no question the council can't answer. Now, people sometimes say, well, I, I don't know if I can be hypnotized, I have trouble relaxing, or I'm very analytic and left-brained, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, I believe that everybody can do it. Now, there is no hypnotist who has a 100% success rate, but certainly the vast majority of my clients do go into trans, they do go into a past life, they do get to the council, and they get answers to all the questions they ask. So. It's not uncommon for someone to come out of a between-lives full regression and say something like, uh, they answered every question I have. I have no more questions about my life. All my questions have been answered. And that is a transformative experience. Um, absolutely. So uh, basically, if any of my listeners would like to uh, work with you, they can just uh, go to your website, Correct. To schedule an appointment. Yeah, go to yoursoulsplan.com. Okay. Uh, and actually, on the homepage, if you scroll down a little bit, there's a, a video, a film that was taken of me doing a between lives regression with a client. The hypnotic induction is not part of the video. The video starts at the end of the induction uh, and at the beginning of the interactive portion of the session. But you can see me take the client through uh, the past life and through their conversation with the Council of Elders, it's the best way to find out what happens in the Between Lives Regression. And then if you go to the main menu and click on Schedule a Session, on the page that will then come up, there's a tremendous amount of detailed information. Uh, and if you scroll down to the bottom half of that page, there are um, accounts from different clients of things that happened in their session. That would also be a very good way to get a feel for what a Between Lives Full Regression is like. Amazing. And then also, as far as I know that you uh, worked with, uh, you collaborated with mediums. And so let's say that a person wanted to also consult with a medium. Um, Do you have like resources as far as your recommendations, like in your books or on your website or? Well, in in both Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift, I collaborate uh, with four different mediums and channels. Uh, two of them are in both books, and then there are two who are unique to the first book and another two who are unique to the second book. Okay. Uh, there's an appendix at the back of both books in which the email addresses uh, are listed for all of the mediums and channels. Uh, so somebody who wanted to work with a medium or channel, the best thing to do would be to look at their work in the two books, decide whose work best resonates with you, and then contact that person. Uh, and I want to add, you know, working with a medium or channel, it's not an either-or thing where you have to do either that or do a between-lives regression. Certainly, you could do both, and they would complement each other quite nicely, I think. Yeah, I think it would be great. And I, I noticed, too, I was doing some research you know, about you and your work, and I noticed that one of the mediums is located in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. I believe, I don't know if she's still there, but that's what I noticed. Is that correct? That's correct. Her name is Stacy Wells, and she is still there, uh, and Stacy does wonderful work. Yeah, it's 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 really amazing, uh, Robert, because I used to live, I just recently moved down to Tempe, Arizona, but I used to live in Lake Havasu for years. 
Uh, so that's, yeah, it's, it's pretty fascinating. <laughs> and so uh, I have a, this is like a very interesting question that I have for you. Um, so uh, basically, I've had this uh, spiritual gift for quite a long time. And it's called non-local intuition, where basically I every now and then I get future flashes of my future. So it's it has to do with like uh, big events where I get flashes of my future. So I know what's going to happen in my future. And so mm-hmm. the reason I'm just really uh, passionate about um, your work and the pre-birth planning is because that... That's why I believe that we do plan our life before birth because I get these future flashes. So to me, that means that this is already planned ahead of time. Like, so these events that I will be going through in the future have already been planned out. Does that make well, sense? Let's, let's talk about that because, okay. you know, sometimes people say, oh, you believe that our, our lives are planned before we come to body. So you believe that everything is predestined, written in stone. That actually is not at all what I'm saying, and in fact, I, I don't believe that. And let me explain why I, I think that that is not an accurate way of phrasing it. The way okay. I understand it is that the planning we do sets up almost everything as a potential. Okay. Uh, it might okay. be a low potential or a high probability, or sometimes it's so, such a high probability it's almost certain. But there are actually very few things that are written in stone. An example okay. of something that would be written in stone would be your choice of parents. Obviously, once you're born, you can't change your choice of parents. Or, for example, if you plan to have a physical handicap that can't be treated by medical science, which is something you would know before coming to body, okay. then short of a miracle, short of a miracle, you're going to have that handicap. But the vast majority of things are set up as potentials, low probabilities, up to high probabilities. So... When you talk about flashes of non-local intuition, my understanding of that would be that you are you're reading an energy potential. You're reading the potential, that, the timeline that is most likely at the moment that that intuition is coming to you. Uh, but it's not, as I understand it, set in stone. And whether or not it actually materializes depends upon your free will decisions. So we all have free will. And the timeline you go down changes constantly depending upon what you do with your free will. And that's exactly what your soul wants, because if that were not the case, we would all just be automatons and we wouldn't really learn anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, basically, um, I would say so far, the flashes that I've had, have, I've, they have come true. Basically, I'm not saying all of them, but I'd say... Quite a bit of them, I, I've actually, I had the flashes and then they actually came true or actually um, came into my, you know, present moment and I experienced them. But um, I, I made a post about my non-local intuition. I actually had um, a researcher on my show in the past and he talked about this non-local intuition, that it does exist. But I, I made a post on Facebook and this was in the past about the non-local intuition and then I also talked about that I do believe that we, um, you know, plan our life before birth. But there was a person um, on Facebook that made a comment and she said, well, doesn't necessarily mean that you planned your life 
before birth that it could have to uh, could be due to um, having <laughs> she she just thought it would it was more having to do with the law of attraction that our beliefs create our reality. And so I wanted to um, get your feedback on law of attraction because I do believe that our beliefs create our reality, but I wanted to get your feedback on this as well. Uh, the, the law of attraction, law of attraction, as I understand it, is a, a completely valid phenomenon and a very powerful one. Uh, your beliefs do create your reality. Uh, and in fact, that's the way the third dimension is set up. It's set up to mirror you back to you in terms of your beliefs. Uh, so that you can find out what your beliefs are. And if there's something there that you would prefer not to believe, then you can bring it to the light of conscious awareness and set about changing it. Uh, there's a hypothetical example I like to use to explain the intersection between pre-birth planning and free will. And let me take a, a couple of minutes here to share this with your listeners because I think this will be helpful. Uh, let's say, hypothetically, there's a soul named Sally. And Sally has had a number of past lives in which she made certain plans before coming into body. But then when she got here, she deferred to the wishes of others. She let other people tell her how to live her life. Not an uncommon thing to do. After those lifetimes are over, Sally has a life review, as we all do. She sees that she has this tendency to defer to the wishes of others. And so she resolves to bring it back into body energetically not for the purpose of expressing it again, but rather for the purpose of healing it. So that's her life plan for her current lifetime. Now let's say that there's another soul in her soul group. We'll just call this soul George. And George has had the opposite tendency. He's had a number of past lives in which he exercised power over others inappropriately, dominated others, told others how to live their lives. When George had his life review at the end of those lifetimes, he saw that he had this tendency. And so like Sally, he resolves to bring it back into body energetically, again, not for the purpose of expressing it, but rather for the purpose of healing it. So that is George's plan for his current lifetime. Now, because they're in the same soul group, Sally knows about George's plan. So she goes to him before either one of them is born, and she says something like, hey, George, I am bringing back into body the tendency to defer to the wishes of others for the purpose of healing it. I see that you are taking back into body the opposite tendency, the tendency to dominate others, also for the purpose of healing it. Why don't we make a pre-birth plan in which we agree that we will marry, let's say at the age of 30, and although we know that this is likely to be a turbulent marriage, our hope is that I will learn to stand up for myself and you will learn to respect the wishes of others. And George says, this is a great idea, let's do it. So that's their plan. Now let's say that when Sally is in body and 25 years old, she gets a job with an employer who is running roughshod over her, treating her with a profound lack of respect and kindness. Now let's also say that Sally marshals her internal resources and she takes a stand. She says to her employer, stop. If you want me to continue working here, you must treat me with respect and kindness. In the moment Sally takes a stand like that, there's a tremendous increase in her vibration. If she can sustain the heightened vibration until she's age 30, now one of two things will happen. 
either she and George never meet because, by virtue of the law of attraction, her vibration is much higher than his, they simply never come together, or if they do meet, again, by virtue of the law of attraction, by virtue of the fact that their vibrations are so dissimilar, now they have one date, there's no attraction, nothing comes of it, and they never see each other again. So in this hypothetical story, Sally has used her free will to learn the plan challenge, the plan lesson rather, which was to stand up for herself, which in turn obviates the need for the plan challenge, the turbulent marriage. And so it simply never happens. Now somebody will say, well, what about George? Doesn't he still have to learn his lesson? Yes, he does. And by virtue of the law of attraction, he will magnetize or attract to himself other opportunities to learn to respect the wishes of others. It might be a different relationship, a set of circumstances, some kind of life experience or challenge that will give him the opportunity to learn that. And until he learns it, he will keep drawing those kinds of opportunities to himself. But you can see in this example, there's this very elegant, intricate intersection between free will and pre-birth planning, and one has an effect on the other. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. That was a, a great example, so I appreciate that. And uh, thank you for that. And uh, I, I wanted to ask you, too, um, as far as do you feel, and I just wanted to talk about soul groups because uh, this was mentioned on my show before, but is can it be common for you to, like, for people to, uh, souls to reincarnate with, um, you know, a group with certain souls over and over again? Is that common to have soul groups? That's very common, and that's exactly what a soul group is doing. A soul group, as I understand it, is a collection of, uh, on average, between 25 and 75 souls. I think more likely around 25 or so who repeatedly reincarnate with each other. And you and the other members of your soul group take turns playing every conceivable role for each other. So you and the other members of your group will be uh, mother and daughter, father and son, brother and sister, husband and wife, uh, best friends, mortal enemies, uh, murderer, and the one who is murdered. And at the soul level, there's no judgment of any of these roles. They're all viewed as opportunities for expansion and learning. So you and the members of your soul group will have many, many lifetimes together. There's a lot of love between you and the members of your soul group because you've, quote-unquote, worked together so many times and you know each other so well. Uh, and it's, it's basically a tool for evolution. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so um, before we go to break here, I just um, are there any last comments that you have for my listeners? Anything that you would like to share with them? Well, I would invite them to go to YourSoulsPlan.com. Go to the events page, which shows the workshop schedule. Uh, And if there's a workshop near you, uh, think about coming. The whole workshop is designed to help you find out what your pre-birth plan is, how you're doing in terms of fulfilling it, and how you can better fulfill it. Uh, And I think the the thought I would just leave people with is... um, You know, the Earth, as I understand it, is literally the most difficult planet in our universe on which to have an incarnation. And so after you've had an incarnation here, that becomes part of your energy signature, part of your vibration. 
So when this lifetime is over, as you're traveling around the universe doing whatever you choose to do, other beings see in your energy signature that you were on Earth. And as I understand it, they are both tremendously impressed uh, and also very honoring of the fact that you had the courage to come here. Because, again, it's the most difficult planet on which to have an incarnation in our universe. Many beings don't have the courage to come here. The fact that you are in body on planet Earth right now automatically places you among the most courageous beings in the entire universe. So respect yourselves and honor yourselves for having that tremendous courage. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, conversing with you today, uh, Robert. And um, I just want to thank you so much for um, coming out these books to help people. I mean, you're helping people all around the world. And I just want to thank you for making a difference. Well, thank you for saying that. And I also want to thank you for your radio show. You're making a great difference uh, through the show. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. And um, I wish you my best and blessings. Thank you. It's been blessings an honor and a pleasure to talk with you. Okay. Thank you. You take care. And listeners, we are going to, I'm going to go to a quick break here. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned, and I'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hey, hello, I am back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And I loved the interview with Robert Schwartz. And uh, today's episode was all about does your soul plan your life before you are born? And if you'd like to learn more about me, I have two websites. The first is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis packages to balance body chemistry naturally and to increase energy. 
And also later this year, I will be offering quantum biofeedback, which is a sophisticated technology that reveals so much about your health. I've been training for months and uh, we'll be getting my certification soon and we'll be offering that later on my website as well as brainwave entrainment and also my speaking website. I'm a health and wellness speaker and that website is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com and I, in, in regards to the interview with uh, Robert, um, as far as does your soul plan your life before you are born? And so far in my life, I actually uh, believe this to be true. Yes, that pre-birth planning does exist. And uh, like I mentioned to Robert, I've had this non-local intuition where I, I receive these future flashes. And so far... Uh, you know, the flashes that I've had have come true. I'd say uh, numerous flashes have come true. And we'll see if the other ones come true in the future. Uh, so I do believe in this pre-birth planning, but I also, and I, I do understand what uh, Robert said as far as we do have a free will as well. And also, um, you know, uh, vibrations can change among souls so I thought that he brought up a really good example as far as uh, vibrations of souls which I I know that to be true as well and then also I do believe in our beliefs create our reality and so it's important that we're addressing the subconscious mind as well because when trying to improve your health we have to look at your, we have to address your mind as well. And we have two minds. We have the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. And so if a person has any limiting beliefs that are held in their unconscious mind, that can create chaos in a person's life. So let's say a person's just is not happy with their reality. There's chaos going on. Perhaps they're not they're struggling with their health or uh, they have problems with relationships, uh, just many issues. That could be because of a limiting belief that's held in uh, the person's unconscious mind. And so it's important to let go of those limiting beliefs so you can create the uh, reality uh, that you want so I, I do believe in our beliefs create our reality. And um, also, I just wanted to mention, I did go through a past life regression in the past, just to let you know about my experience. And um, I went. I do believe in reincarnation. And I went out to, um, let's see, Los Angeles in the past and uh, did a session with Yaron DeWitt. He's uh, well-known. He has a lot of uh, education. And he's one of, uh, you know, Dolores uh, Cannon, who has uh, passed away, but she has many books. She was an expert with uh, past life regressions. Well, anyways, he's one of uh, Dolores Cannon's uh, 
uh, practitioners for past life regression. And so I went through it, and I believe it's called QHHT. And I went through this uh, past life regression, and I was, and he was, he was so, so compassionate, so caring, loving, just a wonderful person, great personality, very welcoming when you first arrive for your session. And what's interesting is he actually recorded my session, so it was like, you know, he, so it's on video. I actually have a copy of it, and I would say for myself going through that because I got to experience. Uh, some of my uh, past lives, but I would say that I would like the half of the session, I felt like it was so real, like going back through, you know, my past lives, I felt like it was so real. And I I could just like actually um, see these images. It was incredible. And then the last half of the session, I felt like it wasn't real. Like I just felt like, um, just just felt like I was in the present moment. I didn't feel like, yeah, the, the second part of the session, I didn't, I didn't feel it was real. So I was like more like 50-50 on it um, as far as the actual going through the session. But I will say that I do believe I, I my passion is health and wellness. Like I just want to inspire people and, and just I, I want to do what I can to help people get healthy, but take a natural approach. And so I had a struggle with my health for many years, all the way back to childhood. And I believe what Robert you know, had to say, I had to go through my struggles with my health. I had to heal myself so that now that I can serve others and help others to get healthy. So I just wanted to mention, you know, I... Uh, consult clients as far as re- reviewing their hair tests and uh, providing an interpretation. And then I'll provide recommendations. I'll interpret the hair test first, which a hair analysis reveals toxic metals and minerals. And then I'll provide recommendations for the client. For example, um, you know, a healthy diet, uh, taking nutritional supplements to balance the mineral ratios on hair analysis, healthy lifestyle, meditation, detoxification, and other recommendations. And, you know, people that have mineral imbalances, and and many people are toxic today, that can cause health issues. So let's say a person is uh, eating healthy, they're following all the recommendations, they're taking their nutritional supplements, they're taking, you know, let's say they're um, obtaining their their nutrients that their um, body needs. However, let's say months pass or maybe even longer than that, and they just feel like they're not getting results, that they're not seeing any improvement with their health. Well, one reason could be that they're not absorbing uh, nutrients properly. And so, Basically, I decided I um, just been in the health and wellness industry for quite a long time. I started my business back in 2009, and I've just done a lot of research over the years, a lot of reading. I read all the time and just educate myself. And I finally decided to, uh, in the future, provide. A, offer a service called quantum biofeedback. It's a sophisticated technology that reveals a lot about your health. So 
what's going to be great is in the future on my website, you will uh, see quantum biofeedback as well as hair analysis. And I'll be offering one package that will combine the two, the hair analysis and the quantum biofeedback together and into one package. And I think it's awesome because let's say that a person uh, perhaps is, is uh, they just feel like, you see, to improve your health, you can't just focus on one thing and say, okay, I'm just going to change my diet. There's a lot to improving your health. It's not just one thing. You have to eat healthy. You have to take your supplements. You have to get enough sleep. You have to go to bed early. You know, you have to, there's so much you have to do. And so let's say you're, you feel like your improved, your symptoms are not improving. Well, the quantum biofeedback, what I like about it to go along with the hair analysis is it reveals so much about your health. And it's just, I feel it's just more of like a screening tool. And so let's say that a person are, you know, they're taking their nutritional supplements and they, they're not, uh, let's say, they're not seeing drastic improvements. Well, let's do a quantum biofeedback session along with the hair analysis and, you know, to receive your hair test. Find out what other imbalances you may have going on with you. So, for example, perhaps a person has yeast, molds, uh, candida, albicans. And so, basically, they can secrete these poisonous chemicals, which can lead to a range of health conditions. And so, I would say that this is quite common to have, many people do have issues with yeast, um, molds, fungi, and this can actually, you know, these chronic yeast infections can actually prevent someone from absorbing the nutrients that they need. So they may be taking the supplements, they can't ab- absorb the nutrients because they have these chronic yeast infections. So what causes uh, yeast overgrowth? Why is it a problem? And what can a person do about it? Well, I'll give you a few examples here. Let's say someone eats too many carbohydrates or consumes a lot of sugar okay that you know let's say they're eating carbs and too much too many too much uh, sugar uh, fruit juices that can actually feed the yeast in the intestines also uh, copper toxicity can feed can favor yeast overgrowth as well and many people have copper toxicity today very common. It's actually one of the most uh, common imbalances seen on a hair test. And there's reasons for it. Uh, For example, a reason a person can have copper toxicity can be due to a um, less than optimal level of um, less than optimal uh, zinc. And also a weak adrenal activity and more and then also mercury toxicity as well and 
some yeast may overgrow to actually protect the body from mercury toxicity, which is very common in most people. Uh, it can be due to, let's say, mineral imbalances, you know, mineral um, deficiencies. And so what can be done about um, this problem as far as these chronic yeast infections and to know if a person even has yeast infection overgrowth. Well, um, imbalance is seen on a hair test that are associated with this would be a low sodium-potassium ratio, um, which can be associated with digestive weakness, adrenal weakness, and more, and um, also um, copper imbalance, including um, copper toxicity that I mentioned. And hair analysis is strictly a screening tool, but also quantum biofeedback will give more answers. So maybe um, uh, perhaps uh, the quantum biofeedback, and like I said, it's just a screening tool, but it may say, okay, the, the, that um, it, a person is not absorbing nutrients properly. And if it, let's say that a person does have th- these chronic yeast infections, for the most part, following an increase your vitality program as far as um, eating healthy, uh, taking supplements to balance your mineral ratios on your hair test, healthy lifestyle, for the most part, that can clear up these issues. However, for some people, there may may be um, a need for anti-mold and anti-yeast remedies. And one that's very effective is garlic, garlic capsules that a person would take. It's very effective. And um, other uh, remedies as well. And so... I'm just excited to announce that I will be offering quantum biofeedback in the future. And I just feel it's a wonderful uh, uh, way to uh, just gain information about a person's health. It's so detailed and reveals so much more than just <laughs> receiving lab test results or, or you know, uh, visiting a, a doctor and going to a, a see your doctor. And uh, just reveals so much information. So um, I'm at the end of my show, and I would love to hear from you as well. Please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. I'd love to hear from you, and just please send me your questions, uh, comments. Let me know what topics you would like to hear in the future. Wishing all of you a great rest of the day. And make sure you tune in next week on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time and 3 p.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.